Good morning, everyone. This is your girl, Jasmine D. Felder, and this is the brand of Jasmine D. Podcast, where we discuss the modern day woman, her lifestyle, her career, parenting, dating, relationships, alignment with God, and more. First off, I wanted to say Happy New Year to everyone. Um, We have transitioned into a new year of 2023, and I pray prosperity, great health, abundance, happiness, joy, and peace to you all. I want to first off say that, you know, as we go into a new year, I know we all have goals that we want to meet. We have desires, we have wants, and we have needs that we desire to meet and accomplish. And while that is great, I definitely don't want us to put the pressure on ourselves to feel like we have to do everything on day one. You know, the saying of new year, new me, I think um, gets a little old, so to speak. You know, um, I was talking with some friends this weekend and I was trying to make sure I washed all the clothes and I was trying to make sure that everything was clean in the house and that, you know, whatever needed to be thrown away was thrown away. And that's good. You know, I, I definitely believe, you know, as you come into a new year, you want to, you know, have your house as clean as possible. You want to definitely make sure things are washed because that represents you wanted to go into the new year fresh and clean and a new beginning. However, nothing is ever going to be perfect. So what I found myself doing was washing clothes and then, oh my goodness, here's another outfit that I wore that day. Let me wash that. But it's like, it gives the false illusion that everything has to be perfect. You can't wash every single item from the day, you know, for the new year. You know, you're still going to have a sock, maybe a shirt, maybe a pajama, something that's going to be in the clothes bin. And that's okay because that shows that while I am working, I'm doing the work. I'm trying to make sure that I have everything clean and prepared. I also recognize that everything can't be sparky, you know, uh, clean and everything just can't have just everything cannot just be literally perfect and done so I think that's a great representation for us for the new year you definitely can you know meet your goals you definitely will but don't expect it to be done or everything to be perfect on day one um give yourself some room for growth you know you may set a goal and say by february by march i want to have this done and goals are you know deadlines are needed for our goals you know we definitely want to put a date on it you know um we definitely want to make sure that we hold ourselves accountable but we also want to make sure that we you know we provide ourselves with understanding that Maybe you did not get 100%, but let me clap for this 85% that you got done. So I definitely just wanted to go ahead and say that, you know, as we have crossed over into the new year, thank God for that. You know, definitely hold yourselves accountable, have an accountability partner, but also give yourself room for growth and understand that growth is impeccable. You should see growth from January to July. You should see growth, who you were in July, the things you were doing in, you know, January. Hopefully, you have grown by the ending year. Um, So that's definitely my tidbit for, you know, the new year. Um, Today, I wanted to kind of talk about the topic of don't hate the player, hate the game. 
And I want to go ahead and give the disclaimer that when I say the word hate, it's, it's kind of that catchphrase. I don't want us to hate anyone. I don't want us to hate anything. It's more so a catchphrase. But really quickly, I just wanted to, you know, talk about favor. And if you've ever heard the saying that favor isn't fair, um, I could ask all of you all, and I'm sure all of your hands will go up. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like someone did not like you and you had no clue as to why? I mean, <laughs> you never said anything negative about them. A lot of the times you probably don't even know them like that. And I know I've had personal situations where I'm like, why is this person kind of giving me the cold shoulder or I didn't do anything to them. At least I don't think. Now, sometimes people dislike you um, due to relationships you have. Maybe whether it's a romantic relationship, maybe friendships. You know, sometimes we can be guilty by association. But a lot of the times, I, I always tell people, people can see your light. They can see your anointing. They can see your favor. They can see the greatness about you before you do. It's something about the way you walk. It's something about the way you talk. It's something about the way that you uphold yourself that can bother other people. And it's only going to bother a person if they're not confident in themselves. Because one thing I always believe in doing is complimenting other people. I I personally do not care what's going on with me. I just like giving compliments. and I, And I think that keeps you well-rounded. When you can definitely, for my ladies, when you can tell another woman, your hair is pretty. Great job on that promotion. And it's even better if you can uplift someone else, even when you're maybe feeling down about yourself. Or you can congratulate someone, even when you have not met your own goals. Now, of course, you definitely want to mean it. You don't want to just say, you look pretty or congratulations or that's amazing and not mean it because God, cause God truly knows your heart. But it's something amazing when you can say and mean congratulations and that's amazing and you can uplift another person even when you're not where you want to be. So the saying of favor isn't fair, you know, I always tell people a lot of times it's not that you've done something to someone. It's because your anointing, your favor, the internal greatness is in you bothers them. Your spirit bothers their spirit. And so that's why I came up with the topic of don't hate the player, hate the game. You cannot control and you do not need to dim your light for anyone else. You cannot control the fact that when you're around people, the room lights up. I have friends and I know people who, no matter what they're going through personally, when they walk in a room, they can make other people smile and laugh just by their aroma, just by their personality. I mean, I've never known people who can not try, but make a room full of people laugh and smile. That's a gift. That's a gift within you that you can change the atmosphere of an environment solely by your presence. And and in the wrong person, that can that can bother the wrong person. You know, a lot of us and a lot of different people have the gift of speaking. 
That's why, and I think I said this in a previous episode, you got to be careful what you say to people because a lot of times we'll tell people, ooh, you talk too much. I've heard it all of my life. (laughs) You are long-winded. Ooh, girl, you did not have to. Sometimes my friends will say, you didn't have to be that detailed. And I know people don't mean any harm, but what happens is we fail to realize that those are our gifts. Speaking is a gift of mine, putting words together so eloquently so to speak is a gift writing is a gift you know being able to hug a person and kind of draw all of their worries away and all of their frustration or all of their fears away that is a gift so when people dislike you because of your gifts that's because something is wrong within them and so my suggestion to myself and to you all is in this year, live by the saying, don't hate the player, hate the game, because you cannot help what you were gifted with. And you should not dim your light for anyone. You should not take a step back. You should not be quiet. You should not minimize that text. You should not leave out details to help someone else feel better about themselves. If you walk in a room and it lights up, that is your gift and you keep doing it. You step with your head high. They will have to figure out what's wrong within them and correct that version of themselves so that they can one day live greatly in their gift. And when I think about it, it makes me go biblical for a second and think about um, Joseph So if you don't know, and I'm not going to go into full detail, but you know, in the Bible, you have Abraham and then you have his son, Jacob and his son, Jacob had sons and his favorite son was Joseph and parents, parent to parent. I'm not going to go because that, that is a whole episode within itself, but we have to be careful when we play favorites because that can definitely cause a, a, an entire different problem. But I'm not going to go into that. But I really quickly wanted to just point out how Joseph's brothers knew that his dad loved him more. They saw it in his, his actions, his, his talking, his affection and everything. And so what this made um, them do is actually his brothers tried to kill off Joseph. They they put him in a ditch. They um, tried to kill him off. They ended up selling him off into slavery. And what happened is he ended up um, going to another um, country or another side, so to speak. And he ended up um, kind of being close to Pharaoh. And what happened is in that time he was accused of sleeping with or bothering the wife of um someone who was high in power so he was in prison and when he was in prison which is supposed to be a terrible thing he actually was given the opportunity to interpret a dream for pharaoh And once he was able to interpret that dream and that dream ended up being correct and he was able to help Pharaoh, he ended up becoming someone who was high in power. And years later, his brothers, the same brothers who sold him off to slavery and um, assumed him to be dead, did not recognize him because he was high in power. His whole whole 
physical look was different. And once Joseph saw that his brothers had changed, I guess, you know, life happens, they changed internally, um, they were different. You know, they were sorry, they felt, you know, grief they were saddened by the actions they had did long before and once he saw that his brothers had changed um he actually told them who he was and he forgave them and he actually sent for his dad and he allowed them to come live a better life with him and so and I'm no Bible expert, of course, I'm kind of <laughs> ad-libbing, uh, but my whole point in this to say is his brother, someone who shared the same bloodline with him, someone who was close to him, they were intimidated by him. They were mad because their father loved him. They were mad because the affection they desire for, from someone Joseph was getting. And that happens to a lot of us. People hate us. People dislike us because there are people who they want the same attention from. They want the same affection from. And it doesn't have to be romantically. It can be in your job, your careers, in friendships, just in life in general. People will dislike you because other people like you. They will hate the way other people look at you. They will hate the way other people talk to you. They will hate the way other people lean on you and count on you. And his brothers got jealous. They tried to kill him, but they ended up selling him off into slavery. People will step on your name when they get the chance. People will, you know, a lot of times people know your gifts. Like I said, people can recognize talent in you. They can recognize all of these great gifts in you before you're able to recognize them in yourself. And you got to be careful because a lot of times, unfortunately, it is people close to you. People will sit in a room and have the ability to quote unquote drop your name, but they won't because while they know they don't have the gift, they definitely don't want anyone to know that you have it. So his brother sold him into slavery. They tried to literally, you know, they told his dad that he died. They they wanted to get rid of him that bad that they sold him into slavery and did not look back and did not care. And there was a time that for a second, what they thought was, you know, bad, it, it, it did. For a second, you know, he was in prison. He was falsely accused for sleeping with or attempting to sleep with someone's wife. But, you know... The saying goes, you know, what man means for your bad, God will use for your good. The same prison that he was sent to, you know, for being falsely accused, that was the path that he needed to go so that someone could look for someone to interpret a dream. His dream was, his um, gift was interpreting dreams. So had he not been sold into slavery, had he not been sent to prison, he would have never had the moment where someone was looking for his gift. And that's how it is for us. In life, all of these hills and valleys, these turns, the, the detours that we think are just horrible moments for us are actually the moments where, you know, God, God is making that path go exactly where it needs to go. So that we can meet the people that we need to meet at the right timing. So 
a lot of times people would think that they are setting you up for failure, but they they are actually putting you on the pedestal. They are actually elevating you to where you need to go. So it's like you almost can't even be mad at them because they are a part of your success. The same people who hate on you, the same people who are jealous of you, they are a part of the plan. You can't get to where you need to go without them. They are a part of the plan. God is using them to elevate you. So even when, and you know, and this is what we have to be mindful of, of, we have to make sure that internally we are still being us. Even when people hurt you, even when people lie on you, even when people betray you, we have to make sure that we are still doing what we need to do. We are still remaining the same person with the same good heart, with the same clean mind. Because when all of this happens, sometimes it can, it can put you in a place of darkness if you're not careful. But even when Joseph was in prison, you know, he was able to um, interpret a dream and he ended up being very close to Pharaoh. He was like one of his top governors. Um, He had a very high position. And what ended up happening is his brothers, the same people who left him for dead, the same people who sent him off into slavery, told his dad he was dead, the same people who never looked back had to cross paths with him again. The same people who betray you, the same people who intend to hurt you, they will have to cross your path again. I remember years ago, I was a supervisor at a Fortune 500 company, and um. It's so funny because I was doing interviews and I ended up interviewing a person who talked about me, I believe in middle school. Like, and it's so funny. I always laugh at this story because I remember they talked about like some shoes that I had on and when it came for them to interview me, that moment popped up in my head and I thought, wow, how do the tables turn? Back in middle school, you talked about some shoes that I had on, but here it is. I am sitting here interviewing you for a job. Now, if my heart was not correct, if I didn't have the clean mind, if I was a person who was, you know, vengeful and a person who did or had a hateful heart, she would have immediately, like, just been not considered. But that that that's not for me. Sometimes the moment is that moment right there. Having a person realize the tables have turned and where you thought that you hurt me, where you thought that you betrayed me, where you thought that you embarrassed me, now here we are and the tables have turned and you're counting on me. So it it was nothing for Jasmine to hold against her. It was nothing for me to, you know, say She's not going to get this job. That 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 wasn't mine. God says, you know, vengeance is his. So it was nothing for me to do. That moment in itself was enough reflection for that individual. So, you know, my point today is, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game. And again, quote unquote, let's not hate, but it's a, it's a good catchphrase, you know. So it's just for people whose hearts are not correct, my, my point is, you know, if your heart is not correct, you know, if you hate someone, you know, if you don't like someone for no good reason at all, you know, and my instructions or my, you know, just point would be to 
clean your heart. Ask God to create in you a clean and new heart. Because hate and holding a grudge, it will eat away at you and it will make you turn into someone that you do not recognize. And we cannot walk in our purpose. We cannot be aligned with God. We cannot walk in greatness if we have hate in our hearts. And if someone, you know, someone is holding something against you for no good reason at all, my point to you is to keep walking. And although it may get hard at times, those, those valleys and those low points, you know, be encouraged to know that every twist and turn is working for your good. Every time they lie on you, every time they betray you, every time they hold your name back, you know, <laughs> it's all working for your good. You're going to meet the right people at the right time. You're going to be on the right path as long as you stay aligned to God. Always pray that God keeps you where you need to be. Pray for a, a spirit of discernment so that you can get rid of the people who you think are for you and they're against you. Because just like in the biblical story where we talk about Joseph, his very own blood hated him for no good reason at all. They sent him away into slavery. They talked about him. They left him for dead. But the same path that they thought would hurt him and would kill him is the reason that he was able to be elevated. So the same path that people think that they're putting you on that is going to hurt you and that's going to, you know, dismay you is going to be the same reason that you're going to be elevated. As we go into this new year, there's going to be a lot that happens, but always stay in good heart. Always keep a good mind. Always stay focused on the end goal. Never allow anyone to turn your heart negative. Never allow anyone to make you be who you're not meant to be because it's all working together for your good. Everything that happens is working together for your good. So again, happy new year. I pray great prosperity for you and your family. I pray that every goal that you have, that you're able to reach. And I pray great abundance and great health for you. This is your girl, Jasmine D. Felder. Again, thank you all so much for listening and supporting the brand of Jasmine D. And again, this is the brand of Jasmine D. Podcast. And I'm right now checking out.